You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your... Oh, whatever you want to insert into that blank. It's Blue Jays Fan Friday, and it's the last episode before I go on vacation and interview week starts. My computer is making noises and it threw me off. I need to get better at that. I apologize. But yes, um, this will be the last, like, up-to-date Locked on Jays that you get until June um, got some great interviews coming up. Actually just recorded one of them right before recording this. Um, a familiar voice to fans of the podcast. So I think y'all are going to enjoy that. And might be a voice that you hear more in the future. So um, just a reminder that this episode and all episodes of Locked on Jays are part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com, and this episode is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend Kyle's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. And hopefully I will be rewarded in kind on this vacation because I could use it because um Blue Jays weren't swept against the Red Sox which is good but doesn't get any easier with the Padres coming into town and we'll talk about that a little bit but we're obviously going to focus on the big news for Blue Jays Nation And news that was the basis of our Fan Friday question out on Twitter, which, again, if you want to get involved in that, just follow me at NeoAC18. That's NeoAC18. And, yeah, Kevin Biggio is up with the big club, as reported by Shai Davidi last night. Um, Biggio is coming up for the first time. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is coming up. Um... Uh, Billy McKinney and Richard Urania are the 25-man casualties, both optioned to Buffalo to make room and to get room on the 40-man roster for uh, Kevin Biggio. Um, the Blue Jays haven't announced a corresponding move, but given that they claimed Zach Roscup from Seattle yesterday and moved Jimmy and DFA Jimmy Cordero, um, they do still have to DFA someone on the roster if they want to make room for Roscup in the bullpen unless they send down Tim Meza and I think replacing Tim Meza with Zach Roscup would be counterproductive. So I'm going to assume, as I did on Twitter, that Ryan Firabend is going to be DFA'd and sent back down to Buffalo because when you have an 11-12 ERA, that's what happens. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan, but it, it's got to be done and you'll probably safely end up back in Buffalo, which is good because they need help. They need all the help and the rotation that they can get. And if Urban can do stuff down there, then just ease things in Buffalo a little bit. 
that would be good for everyone. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of different moving pieces um, for the Blue Jays. Obviously the questions become, um, where are the at-bats going to go? Because they've been playing Lourdes in the outfield in Buffalo. You assume they want to get Lourdes into the outfield in Toronto. Um, Kevin Biggio is also kind of versatile. Um, could probably play one of those corner outfield slots. Could play second base too. Um, but then where do you put Eric Sogard? Where do you put Brandon Drury? There's there's a lot of different ways that Charlie Montoyo is going to be able to play with his lineup now. And it's starting to resemble more of that Tampa Bay style roster that he had last year with the likes of Joey Wendell and Jake Bowers and um, just just these kind of Swiss Army knife pieces. So that's going to be very interesting to see when, when the lineup's announced for tonight's game against San Diego. That's when we'll get a real picture of how Montoyo sees this roster moving forward into June. Um, but obviously if Biggio is being promoted, he's being promoted to play. He's, he's a big part of the Blue Jays future right now. And I'm pretty sure they would like to have him out and, you know, getting reps as opposed to just sitting on the bench. Like they usually have Urania doing, um, also, fun fact, first time that two sons of Hall of Famers are going to be teammates at the major league level. So we can see Vladimir Guerrero Sr. and Craig Biggio, you know, palling around together, probably, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how Hall of Famers work. But, yeah, it's just, it's more kind of hope, I guess, for Blue Jays fans. I mean... This is their only opportunity to show up and boo Manny Machado if they want to. So, I mean, that's a reason to come to ballpark. It's country do do weekend, whatever the heck that means. So they can they can do that. Um, it's probably not going to be a successful series, but the um, we will we will talk about that. Um, now let's talk about it now. We'll save the fan stuff for the second half. That's it. We're, do, we're doing it live. Um, it's going to be tough against San Diego because, you know, they, they just seem to be getting pitching finally and um, starting to make a name for themselves in the National League West, which has been a long time coming for them because they've been so downtrodden lately, just kind of churning through people. Um and one of the big reasons is they're getting good contributions out of their rotation. And two of those members, the Blue Jays, are going to see this weekend. Joey Lucchese goes tonight. Um, he's a lefty, 3-3, three three, 428 ERA. Um, it's been pretty pretty solid for them for the past couple of seasons. Only needed 77 pitches to get through seven innings of two-run ball against Pittsburgh um, last week. But... Hasn't really gotten the run support. He'll be up against Trent Thornton. Thornton coming off a good performance as well. So that the Blue Jays could potentially steal that one. Saturday's the game I think they're most likely to win. They get Cal Quantrill on the mound, who will be making his fourth start, first in his home country. Fedwin Jackson can be anywhere close to competent. Then you know, the Blue Jays will have a chance against them. And in Jackson's last start, 
against the Padres. He went seven innings, only allowed a run. That was back in 2017, though. So we'll see how effective Jackson can be. And then Sunday, it's Chris Paddock. So that's pretty much a write-off. I'm sorry, Marcus. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm rooting for you. I'm hoping the Blue Jays give you some freaking run support again because what they did for you against Boston was awesome. But Chris Paddock is a bad bad man, and it's going to be very difficult to be able to effectively do damage against a guy who's just just come up and being super aggressive and had a lot of success and I'm I'm not sure the Toronto lineup is going to be able to handle it again we'll see what Montoyo does to try and coax some some offense out of that but I'm not holding my breath anyway we will get to some fan comments on the call up of Kevin Biggio and of Lourdes Gurriel Jr. right after this break. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So, got a few responses from the fans. Um, letting their voices be heard on the call-up of Kevin Biggio and of Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And we can start with Carrie at Carrie underscore A23. Carrie was expecting to see Biggio up the season, just not in May. Um, but this is what this year is about, bringing up a few kids to get a feel for things and bring up a few more, see what they have to offer. Carrie is excited. This is moving towards the future. This Three quarters of the second gents here, obviously a reference to Bo Bichette not being up with the team. But yeah, that that is exactly what this is about for the Blue Chase, is just getting experience under these kids' belts. And I too am surprised that Kevin got the call up this soon. But at the same time, again, what are the Blue Jays really, really doing? Like... I'm not sure McKinney would have been the name I would have sent down to get Lourdes back up, but if if it gives McKinney a chance to kind of kind of gain some consistency, then I think that's probably going to be best for him. So yeah, I'm I'm with Carrie. I'm excited. Um, Steven at DTSB underscore ninety eight. Um, someone you might be hearing more of in the next week on the show. Um, Vlad's for first month was very honest. If you and the best prospect in baseball can struggle, I think it's fair to allow Cabin and Lourdes about 100 at-bats. Galvis is hitting 216 since hurting his leg, so Lourdes can't hurt. That's true. I don't think that a lot of people thought shortstop would be in play just the way Freddie Galvis got off to his start this season but yeah he's regressed pretty quickly and I I think it's more beneficial to give Galva some time off to make sure that leg's all right and yeah just give Lourdes playing time wherever he can get it because um 
again, the Blue Jays need their younger players to start taking some steps forward. Too many of them took steps back. I mean, it's why Teoscar Hernandez is in Buffalo. It's why Billy McKinney is in Buffalo. It's why Danny Jansen's still sub 200 for batting. But yeah, I think giving them the time to figure that out is the most pertinent course of action for the Blue Jays. So I'm, I agree with Steven. I did not say that a lot in the past, but um, yeah, it it's not a bad idea to give Lourdes a bit of a run at shortstop. So just, again, Galvis can get some rest, and that way you can get Sogard and Drury in the lineup if you want. Um, Doug Gollop at Doug E 77 I love the youth movement. Probably going to be rough going at first, but it will definitely be worth it. I also think they should keep guys like Stroman and Smoke around. Now, I do agree with Doug on keeping Stroman. I would love to see Marcus stay as a kind of veteran voice and a leader on the pitching staff. However, as much as I like having the Smokes in the city, and just having Justin Smoke on the roster as protection for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. If the Blue Jays get an offer for him and it's like a Trent Thornton kind of return, they're going to trade Justin Smoke. Like, without a thought, because that means Rowdy takes over at everyday first base, or you can play Kevin Biggio at first base. It means Billy McKinney comes back up. And it just continues to open up more roster flexibility for the Blue Jays as opposed to, you know, having having Smoke have to play first base. And, and again, I love Justin Smoke. But if the Blue Jays are going to go full board on this youth movement, then Justin Smoke is not a part of that. So while, while I do agree with Doug, I, I think Smoke's probably going to be moved. Um. Uh, geez, turn a couch writer, Karen Suter at Karen Suter 1. I'm excited for Gurriel's return and Bichio's debut. I think Gurriel has the talent to be a good two-way MLB player. Bichio has exciting potential. Let's see what they've got. Smiley face, thumbs up. That, that pretty much says all you need to say. We want to see that potential. We want to see that talent on display and see what they're doing. See how how much the time in Buffalo has helped Lourdes pretty similar to what Devin Travis did last year. So yeah, I, I'm excited to see what um, Lourdes does with the second opportunity at 2019 in the major leagues. So I I can't disagree with Karen at all there. And let's close with uh, Chris at Call Me Chris 316. Uh, a lot of it is so unknown. I know that Lourdes can hit in the majors. He did it last year. Biggio only came on the radar last year and zoomed up the prospect list. He could start out like Vlad and struggle, though I think he gets better pitches right away. Take it one day at a time. And with only two natural outfielders on the roster now, it's going to make for some interesting defensive deployments to be sure. Even more so that they still have Stogard and Drury to give it bats to. I think that's... Well, let's tackle that first. I think that's the answer to... Chris's second point, Drury's played in the outfield. They're going to give him a bat there. Lourdes is being used in the outfield. They're going to give him a bat there. 
Um, they're they're still gonna have Davis on the roster. They still have Grichuk. Um, and yeah, like it between those four, that's probably what you're going to see um, defensively in the outfield for the Blue Jays for the better part of the rest of the season. So I'm not too worried about the positions there. But I do agree um, with Chris in that Bijo may have a better floor to start than Vlad, but definitely not as high ceiling. And Bijo may have more success immediately just because they're not going to be pitching around him like they did with Vlad Jr. But it is going to take some time to um, get get things going and get him comfortable as well. So. I'm I'm coming into this with like a fresh set of eyes and like just hoping it's not you know Anthony Alford levels of of production to start for Kevin Biggio because that that would be kind of devastating for a lot of Blue Jays faithful I think but anyway I'm I'm excited I'm excited to watch a nice game I hope you are too thank you all so much for sending in those in those thoughts. Thank you, Chris and Karen and Doug and Steven and Carrie for helping bring this episode of Blue Jays Fan Friday to a close. A reminder, if you want to get involved in it, just um, follow me on Twitter at NeoAC18. That's NeoAC18. And I'll usually post something either in the course of gameplay or like I did earlier today. And that lets you make your voice heard and and get involved in the show reminder follow the podcast on twitter at locked on jays on twitter instagram and facebook and um if you're not subscribed to the podcast i mean how are you going to listen if you made the podcast i would do so at um you can do it at himalaya which is a curated podcast app you can do it at on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can probably access Locked on Jays. And you can rate and review as well, because that helps us out a bit and makes us feel all warm and fuzzy. So yeah, I am not sure what my presence is going to be like as I travel through Ontario and through Eastern Canada on this mystical voyage road trip I'm gonna spend spend a couple nights in Quebec City non-concurrently so that'll be interesting I know partner wants poutine so she will probably get some at some point and yeah I hope you enjoy the interviews that we have coming up some familiar names to Blue Jays fans and Jays from the Couch fans are going to be on there so Again, hopefully you enjoy that. And for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm still Ryan Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.